0: Hey, buddy, I'm not paying you to hear your thoughts on life. I'm paying you to sing.
1: Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say!
0: All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 225 of Gundam and MHQ. And if you're a little confused, just blame YouTube. That's what I would say, because, yeah, it's uh, we were trying to figure out the same thing uh, with notifications and all this other stuff. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it figured out. So, yeah, just let everybody know that, because, um, yeah, it's kind of the suck. But uh, <laughs> joining me always is uh, Solbro Ryu. Solbro. Say hello.
2: Good evening, gang. Hope y'all, hope y'all can hear me. uh Am I coming in too hot, fellas?
0: Can you hear Soul bro Over, mission <laughs> Control. Can we hear Soulbro? Oh, bro?
2: they can hear me. I'm unmuted. I, I can definitely see that. I might be coming in too hot. There spot, you go. Though. Let me see if I can fix The, the, fir-
0: the first step is to unmute your mic. <laughs>
2: there you go. Sweet. <laughs> but it's good to be here, sir.
0: It, it, it's kind of like going. It's kind of like calling tech support. Um, Did you restart your computer?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. The fundamentals.
0: (laughs) The fundamentals, yes. Oh, and oh my god, if you feel the oppression in this episode already. (laughs) Coming back for his second stint in a row for such a long hiatus. Back wherever he lives. Back where there's culture. And who knows about culture, but our one and only Dennis. Dennis, how are you doing?
1: Oh
3: no. <laughs> uh, Do you think video games have the best culture?
0: I don't know. That's what we're going to try to find out in this episode. Uh, Not if you Dennis, go on social media. Dennis, <laughs> I have a quick question for you, though. 2020 kind of seems up your alley. Depressing. Most of the time, people are drunk um you know lots of lots of weird things going on um changes in culture we're seeing changes in culture um what do you think so far of uh 2020 uh dennis or have you even noticed it or you just been blacked out the whole time
3: it's like any day for me that ends in y
2: (laughs) (laughs) there you go same old dennis (laughs)
0: <laughs> Same old Dennis. Well, thank you, Dennis. Oh yes, yes, he's back in this one. It's going to be uh, the old, uh, uh, our old, our old pal, old host, and who's slowly going back to the part-time thing. And we thought, oh, we, we'd see him in about a, another episode or so. But nope, he's back, and he's going to chime in on what we're going to be talking about is uh, some mecha gaming. So we're going to be talking about some mecha video games. Um, not just anime-based, but other ones, and um, some oldies but goodies, and some of the new stuff. Um, so uh, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but as I saunter over to the Larry King Memorial News Studio, um, as I do some list, uh, Neo's <laughs> listeners' listening <laughs> Minute News art. What was that?
3: Yachts <laughs> mobile apps <laughs> forever. <laughs> 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 it's on the list
2: right oh, it's gotta always. be on the list it's 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 in there
3: <laughs> it's there it's...
2: oh my god Mobile
1: never Ops forget
0: forever
2: never oh
0: forget. my <laughs> 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 so as i do a little bit of uh, neo's listeners written news um you can always submit any of your articles to the Neos Listen Spinner News articles threading the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk Forum. And one day, one day, we will be able to go from the Mark IV thread to Mark V. But, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I think, I'm, I'm I'm thinking the point of that is when we hit page 100. Thinking that might be the point.
1: Damn.
2: yeah, That's a lot yeah. of pages. A lot of pages. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah. Almost there though. You're almost there. Almost also. there. Yes. Five more. Five more. So, um, oh, and the first one we got here, uh, comes from Rodimus 76. And he's got a, um, he's got an article here, uh, talking about from PC games and It looks like, uh, there's a Microsoft flight simulator that adds a big Gundam in it. So, uh, it looks like the new uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator that was introduced in August. It looks like some of the modders have uh, been able to add a lot of things, and uh, they've got to a point now that you can actually add a giant Gundam in the games that you can go and visit. So you could probably um, you could probably get in a seven three seven max and uh, <laughs> you know crash your way on over there. I shouldn't say that. Oh my oh god.
2: My, oh my lord. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend heard that she'd kill me. She she works on that plate. Oh <laughs> shit! But um, yeah. So it looks like some Japanese engineers recently constructed a one to one scale moving the Gundam from the from a Gundam factory in Yokohama. And uh, so the the mapping data they said here was outdated, so the factory and its current doesn't exist. But they just placed a model in the parking lot.
2: So <laughs> oh.
0: So it looks like you can go visit that. So um you know, if you ever get bored, you got Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator. If you ever get bored killing uh, Solbro and Maxi Boost, you can just go and visit the Gundam. And uh, <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> But who gets bored killing Solbro and Maxi Boost? Who does?
2: No one. <laughs> no one. No, no one at all.
0: No one at all. So thank you Mr. Rodimus 76. Um uh with your submission. He comes back with another one and it looks like uh, on comicbook.com, there looks like there was a um, little bit of a debate going on. Uh, but I guess before that, I'll just ask you guys um, the, one of the big trailers that came out in the last week or so is the, uh, the one for Dune, the new, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the new trailer for the new movie based on like the Frank Herbert movie or mm-hmm. Frank Herbert book oh. from what the sixties. Am I yep. right on that? Yeah, the uh-huh. 60s. And it sparked pretty much, um, which I, I've never read it, but I've heard it is probably, it's always been put in the thing context of one of the greatest um, science fiction novels of all time. And there was a movie in the 80s that mm-hmm. was done that yeah. actually got a lot of, got some familiar faces in it, like Sting from The Police. Yeah, uh, Captain Canada Picard Typer. is a... Yeah, in a diaper. Captain Picard is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is Captain Picard holding a dog? Or is he or is there another character holding a dog? I just I've never really watched I can't remember if I've ever watched it in its entirety. It was one of those ones back in the days on like HBO or Showtime where they you know when they needed three hours to fill, they would just put that movie in there. And Bottom
3: line, that version of, of Dune is fucking weird. Yeah. It's David it's Lynch. David Lynch. Yeah,
0: too it's it's bizarre. You already know
3: what you're in for. <laughs> and he weirded the fuck out of that movie. I would recommend if anyone wants something that's actually uh, more true to the novel, there was a 2000 miniseries by Sci-Fi. sci-fi oh, with yeah. um, William Hurt. And uh, it's got good production value for the time. And they made a sequel that adapts the second and third books for the mm-hmm. series called children of Dune. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that to me has always been my standard. We'll see how that compares to this new version. Cause Dune is a really long book and it's a lot of stuff to cover in a movie, which is why like pretty much the entire middle of that book was cut out of the eighties movie. Yeah, Cause I it's just such a long book.
0: All, all I know about it is they talk about something called the spice, and it's only on that planet. And there's like some kind of butt rock music going when the dude gets on the back <laughs> of a giant worm riding it. That's that, right, right? That I mean, is
3: 100 percent accurate. Yeah, down to I mean, the butt rock. The butt
0: Yeah, rock. it is. It is just. It's bizarre. I remember the big fat guy that floats like somebody like he had like a, a valve on him and they popped it and he ended up like bleeding to death. And I'm just like, I don't even know what the heck's going on.
3: That's a, that's a David Lynchism.
0: Yeah. And, and then oh, David. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it, it's kind of interesting, but long story short on this, I guess, uh, Tim- Timothy, Timothy Shalmanet is going to be the, um, He's going to be the uh, protagonist of Paul the Trades who which is um, kind of you know he's the hero of dune and and uh, somebody did a side-by-side comparison of of the original Paul Atreides and the David Lynch movie to Garma mm-hmm. and uh, it's Garma. actually pretty funny because <laughs> Garma's zombie <on> yeah <laughs> and funny. actually the side-by-side Twitter they did on it and I would get, check the link that Art 76 here. It's actually, you know, just just put the part on the different side of the head and color the um, the hair bluish gray. I think I think you got something there. there you so go, man. Um, yeah, so there you go.
2: Man, oh well, I I'm, I'm I I never really saw much of the uh, original movie and I never read the book, uh, but Chris, after watching that trailer, what impressions do you have so far? Do you, is it promising?
3: I mean, it looks well made, and it's a uh, you know, I like <laughs> I like dennis villeneuve's work on arrival and of course blade runner 2049 so i'm uh, cautiously optimistic it really depends on the the script because they've certainly got good production design they got a good cast they got a good director but if the script sucks then what's it all for
2: as long as i don't have the name david goyer attached we got a chance <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, if, and, the, and the problem that we have with trailers now it's like half the stuff in the trailer never shows up in the uh, movie so yeah. um you know let's let's just hope so, yeah From I family, don't know mm-hmm. i I have it looked I'm with Chris it excuse me it looked cool and all that but yeah i I just don't know.
2: Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm are are they are they
0: going to do multiple movies or are they are they trying to do like the whole book in one movie? Cuz it's like a thousand page book, isn't it? Yeah, it's,
3: definitely... it's not that not quite that long, but I imagine they're adapting the entire first book and yeah. if it is successful, maybe they'll do the others, but like after the third book, it's really kind of hard to adapt them because they just get like really fucking weird. Wow. I have really a question that's fucking weird. If you know, you know. I have a question though,
0: and it's like it's it's this is who is really wanting this? Like is is there still a huge dune uh fandom out there? Well, here's the
3: thing. Yeah. Um Frank Herbert wrote six books from the sixties to the eighties. Mm-hmm. And he died before writing the seventh book, which was supposed to be like the grand finale to everything of this, like story that spans millennia. Mm-hmm. So, then,
0: so, the, so he's the precursor to, uh, um, game of Thrones then, right?
3: Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, in the nineties, his son, who is also a writer, uh, said, Oh, you know, I found these notes. I'm going to write, uh, the the last book but then him and that hack writer kevin j anderson went and wrote a bunch of shitty prequels and then they went and wrote these two sequels which were also not well received and then they wrote a bunch of shitty additional prequels and now they're writing still more shitty prequels and in fact there are more of their shitty books than there are of the actual original series oh wow wow Wow, yuck.
0: And, and is, there, <laughs> is, there, um, is there a fandom of their shitty books?
3: I have no idea because I tried reading the first one that they did and I didn't even get halfway through it and it was just so bad I had to put it down and stop. There you go. <laughs> um, quite the review. <laughs> yeah, they're shitty. Don't read them. Let's read again. the actual Dune by Frank... Brian Herbert, bad. Frank Herbert, good. There you go. A ringing endorsement, guys. But uh, yeah, man,
2: I, I love Denis Villeneuve. Uh, I, uh, I've enjoyed all the movies I've seen of his. And uh, that's really what I'm going off of for this. I really love Blade Runner 2049. What is, it's, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, Blade Runner is
0: Runner's good. What else did he do besides that?
2: Arrival. Arrival. He did uh, right. Enemy with that. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, a lot of his movies were like very low-key. He did Sicario, though. Escario is the shit. So if you never seen the first one, not the shitty, not the shit, the first one, especially especially that fucking climax, dude. I was like, Mm. damn, that's (laughs) good. That's how you end a film. (laughs) That's how you do it. But yeah, he he did all those, and uh, he's very good, especially with um, a psychological bent to his story. So. Um, i think that he's a, a really good fit for this he's a fan of the material i don't know how much of a fan but from all the behind the scenes stuff and even before when the movie was uh picked up and uh, he was brought on board he had nothing but like like positive things to say about it. i don't think he takes a project he's not jazzed for so i i think i think it's gonna i think it's gonna do well i i mean at least i think it's gonna be a good a good adaptation and i i, I hope to uh not to be eating my words in about I don't know. Uh, whenever it move, the movie comes out, uh, if they don't push it back any further, we'll see. So you don't want to, you oh, don't want to give good it good the Solbro
3: guarantee. I didn't. No yeah. no.
2: yeah. I mean, as much as Blade Runner kicked ass, um, Dune is a tricky. Is a it's a tricky book to adapt, and you, as you mentioned, there's so much material in the first book alone. I, I don't see this movie being any less than three hours. First off, and number two, um, just exactly how how. But let's let's going. be honest. Now, the
0: reason why Blade Runner crazy. worked was because of the Gosling. I mean, come on, man. No,
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's Ryan the was Gaza shit. Line. I'm not gonna lie. Ryan is always come on, always come bringing on, it man. to you. But uh, but yeah, it, it was a combination between them. Yo, even your boy, uh, um, Harrison Ford, man. Yo, Harrison, man. He came, he came to play, man. He was the, a grumpy guy. Yeah, he I actually, miss, I think
0: he actually cared about this one. Yeah, he wasn't like. You're gonna pay me, <laughs> so JJ, you're gonna pay me how much just to show up and die? And okay. just
3: talk all gravelly-voiced, hey, yeah. it's, it's all true. It's all, all it. true. All of it.
0: I thought it was nonsense to see the original movie,
3: but
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I still think it's crazy, but they paid me like $25 million
2: to do this, so yeah, I'm, I'm man. good. It was, it was a solid performance, and uh, I, I enjoyed that.
0: And the admiral uh, showed back up in that too, didn't he, he?
2: Did right? Yeah, man. Yeah. He almost came back, man. Yeah, 10%. man. Don't, don't,
0: don't, don't just think Blade Runner is about Harrison Ford or Ryan Gosling. It's <laughs> the admiral's in there too. I there mean, how dare you, Soulbro?
2: Indeed, Bastard. how dare I?
0: <laughs> but yes, it'll probably be delayed. I mean, I, I think after the after what's happened with some of these other movies. It's probably going to get delayed. So
3: especially with uh, tenant not making any money in America, really. Ooh.
0: Yeah, it didn't make yeah. doo doo, did it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So everything's getting delayed. Everything is canceled forever. Goodbye. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 everybody remember, in probably about six months, you'll have watched everything on Netflix that you that's out there. Because even there, even they're probably running out of shitty stuff to throw up there. So. But uh, thank you for that. Uh, oh, rodimus seventy six gives us a little bit of robo apocalypse news. Like we need, like we need anything at this uh, at this point. Do, right? do we even care about the robot apocalypse? I think we're more more concerned about like the um, the apocalypse the zombie zombie <laughs> out, out of control um, virus apocalypse. So mm-hmm. I mean even though we still need to be vigilant about the robot apocalypse, I think on the list, the priority of things that are going to kill us, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little down there. So, Indeed. uh,
3: but, uh, yeah. oh, in, in the words of Stringer Bell, the apocalypse is re uncanceled.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, he comes back a little thing here. Oh man. Damn, this, 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 it looks like China. We all know China. It's a it's a large country in, in Asia. Mm-hmm. Looks like they sent out a uh, a, a Beijing based private space resource company called Origin Space. So they do they do rip off everything in America, right? Because isn't Blue <laughs> Origin a, a space company here in the United States? <laughs> they are set to to uh, launch the first space mining robot in November. Oh! they named it after me the neo the neo one it's a small satellite (laughs) intended to enter the 500 kilometer altitude synchronous uh, sun synchronous orbit it's going to be uh launched by the chinese long march um series rocket and um it's not going to be doing actual mining but it's going to be testing technologies so um uh, yeah, man. I mean,
3: you finally got some benefit from being on this show for so long.
0: Exactly. Thank you, China. I guess on that, I mean,
3: forever immortalized.
2: It.
0: They should. You know what, though? They should have named it in honor of um, of uh, Bruce Willis's character in Armageddon, the Harry Stamper. I oh, mean, yeah. they the they should have.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, didn't they space mine? I mean, come on, they Good. saved Earth. They had to. <laughs> yeah, they, they did it. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll have to see because it'll probably blow up, and then it'll be like, oh, nothing happened. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're they're looking. I, I mean, I don't know. Is this even viable? And in in the current state of affairs, is it? Should we should we focus our technology more on battling what earth is killing us with?
3: <laughs> That's when the robots get you when you least expect it. When they exactly, right? So um but yeah,
0: thank you for that. Rodimus 76 and uh, any breaking news? Sobro, do you have anything? Um what what's uh, what's your death ratio on maxi boost? That the people are wanting wow. to know that. <laughs> how many times how many, how many times okay. per 100 are you getting killed
2: i do okay i it's for me I it's almost like 50 50 now so uh <laughs> it's just depends. I, I do all right I, it, it surpri- it's a it's a stream you're not too. trying hard enough Oh uh, yeah they're not and I, I do get stream targeted don't get me wrong and then
3: people oh, get in and do. they they
2: cannot wait to blow my shit up but i do okay and i think a lot of people in the chat will probably say so I, i'm still not i'm not far from the I'm, I'm not uh close to being the best in the room but uh, when when uh, the killers come in, man, I, I I hold my own. Usually, if I'm paired up with someone else who can also play, so uh, if anything, I uh, it, it's it's been good. It's been good. Uh, we'll we'll find so, out so this what uh, Saturday like all,
0: what will happen. What next level time. have you achieved? Are are you at Kai Kyushiten level yet, or Kai are you <laughs> are you still at Rio Jose level? Oh
2: where? damn, that's a lot to choose from, huh?
3: <laughs> no, he's at toll level. Oh, he's a God toll, God damn! Level. <laughs>
2: Man, got...
3: Hey,
0: toll lasted like oh. almost halfway through the season. So, oh I mean...
3: wow! Uh... <laughs> and then oh. he flew right into a shield. No, and,
0: and I don't he... know, Yazi. Joe, uh, Joe, Joe John. John. He <laughs> he survived though. That's the yes, thing. He, he survived the one year. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: As long as I'm not Cots level, man. That's all. That's all that matters. Uh, Yo, Cots level. That's bargain based right? Cots
0: lasted to the. He lasted to the Punolpan episode. So man. I mean, you know.
2: Oh, well, I, I don't but, know. Well, as long as I'm not real rock level, I'm solid. I guess. Yeah. There you go. The real so, rocker. <laughs> that guy. Any any any
0: breaking news from the the, the Sobro, um, Solbro branch office? The Sobro, I, um,
2: I don't see anything uh with the the, ha- the hashtag. So uh if I missed it, oh hey, hold on. Hey, someone did hit us with this uh this tweet y'all were talking about. I have, I have yet to see this until now. This is amazing. Let me pull this up. Yo, is that fucking it's that tweet with uh my man from Dune and, and Garma?
0: <laughs> it's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. Yo,
2: I'm done. <laughs> Yo, that's amazing. Good,
3: good it's shit. amazing,
0: right? Yeah, Yo, I, I gotta done. get it. Sometimes the In internet hands? and Twitter is, is a force of good. I, I will say, sometimes they're a force of good.
2: That's fantastic. Yeah. Yo, thank you so much. Who would be with that? I gotta, I gotta make it thank him. Oh, man, it was, uh, it was Yazzie. Good shit, Yazzie. Good game. And shout out to Horror Kid for posting that. Doing the, doing the Lord's work. I see you. I see you. Yeah. Good game.
0: <laughs> all right. So nothing on the soul, bro. front. Chris, anything from MHQ headquarters? Any, any, any breaking things that we need to know?
3: No, any any talk, new?
0: Let's,
3: let's talk about some fucking games. All it. right, so
0: we're we're just gonna go into it. And so, bro, since you created the list, I think you just need to break it out there, and uh, just 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 hit us up with it.
2: Well, what inspired me to do this actually uh, was uh, this past Sunday. I did. I just I was bored, and it's like, yo, I, I'm messing around with these uh, these emulators, and I've got some of these uh, access to some of these games. Let me uh, introduce some people to these uh, these games of lore from back in the day that were mecha related and so I started off the stream with uh, uh, a a game based on an anime property and I'll uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit, it was based off of Macross and then we just went into and I showed off a bunch of games that were, uh, some were based off of property, some weren't, but they're all mecha related and uh, we had a good time. If you guys want to run that back, it's right here on the YouTube channel. Uh, You can run back the Mecha uh, Anime Showcase, and uh, sorry, Mecha Gaming Showcase, and you can check that out. And uh, I plan on doing another one and uh, continuing my progress in uh, Gundam vs. Zeta Gundam, the um, the timeline uh, mode, which is so so cool. If you never played that, but um, the first game I wanted to bring to light out of our uh, games that we're talking about that were Mecha related. Because um, we did this way back in 2007, for those that don't know. Oh, that was, man. That was 13 freaking 13 years ago. Years ago. Oh, shit. I don't even know what the fuck we talked about. But, uh, it's back <laughs> when
0: we cared about the show. No, back when
3: kidding. we did. <laughs> Before we were on autopilot. Back, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just complete phoning it in. Man.
3: Back when we had... I think, that, I think that might
0: stuff. have been back when I actually <laughs> researched
2: news articles. Yo, right? <laughs> we did homework, man. Good shit. Yeah. Um, Sorry. But the the, <laughs> when the first games. Like, I played that was actually Mecha related on the, uh, on the Nintendo entertainment system. Oh uh, my God. it was in a late so 90's Showing
0: his age, man. What's the Nintendo did an entertainment
2: system. Uh, wow, when did right. they do that? When did they do it? Uh, it was a game called the guardian legend and it was, uh, oh, was made by, um, a, a development group named compile and brought to the stage <laughs> by a company called Broderbund, which you know, brought a lot of games out here back in the day. But, uh, Guardian Legend, uh, it was kind of this uh, cross between uh, a space shooter, like a 2D shooter, like our type, and then you had uh, exploratory modes where you transformed from the, the plane that you were in into, uh, into this female uh, android like robot that uh basically you put pl- you're playing a female character they kind of hit it on you because if you looked at the cover of the game you would have never known but it's one of those games back in the day where they snuck a female <laughs> lead character in there which was great because uh the first time we ever saw that was uh metroid in a game called city connection and this was one of the few games back then that had a female protagonist but um it had a, a lot of different modes of gameplay uh uh gameplay resembling zelda uh, when you went to these exploratory modes or uh gameplay representing um uh space shooter uh like this uh section right here or um you had uh it was also a little bit of a metroid slant to it too um but it was super fun uh very hard to beat so if you guys never played through this uh, back in the day. Well, probably like most of those games right back oh, yeah. then, they, had they were be. all hard to beat. They, hard, shit. hard to beat equaled your money's worth, I guess, back in the day, because uh, they made these games tough as hell. But, um, this game was very, very innovative, um, at least the way it combined genres. And I always, uh, enjoyed it because of that. I don't think I ever beat it, because it was so damn hard. I was borrowing it from a friend. But, uh, I enjoyed what I did to get the play of it, and it, uh, tickled me pink to, uh, to play such an anime, uh, anime looking and inspired a uh, game for the uh for the nes so um the guardian legend if you uh have the means you should definitely try it out man you might dig it especially if, like going through old school um action games uh especially from the nintendo entertainment system era but uh that's my first one uh i'll turn it over no to... man i
0: want to i want to play stuff that i can beat in four hours oh boy <laughs> i don't have time to do this
2: but uh what, uh, Neil or, or Chris, uh, what, what is one of you guys' uh, choices?
3: Yeah, I've been playing look. a lot of uh old school mecha mm-hmm. games recently mm-hmm. on emulators or digital collections. So, yeah. one that I've really been digging is um, Front Mission Gun Hazard. Oh, yes, man, Front Mission. So, uh, for those who have not heard of it, it's Completely different from all of the other RTS front mission games, and it's kind of a action game with RPG elements, made by the same crew that did Assault Suit's Vulcan, aka Cybernator. Oh, nice! So, the you have like a, you know world map that you move around to to do all these missions, and you can upgrade your mecha with new parts, and the action plays out. Similar to um, Cybernator, but a little bit more slowly paced. But the graphics are great. The soundtrack is great. It's um, a very unique experience, and I definitely recommend um, checking it out. You can get a translated patch through the Methods Network and (laughs) load it up on one of them emulator machines. Yeah, man emulators have come a long way by the way man
2: it's amazing uh what was so hard to obtain back in the day is so easily obtained now and it blows my mind all the, the the wealth of games that came out in japan and the ones that we missed that just slipped through the cracks and uh a lot of these games as you mentioned are getting translations that this uh a long-running series on that what well, not long-running but a series on the drag on the um on the saturn that i love called dragon force its sequel never came out here in the states and now there's an English translation of it. So it's like, I'm bugging out, especially since there's Saturn emulators out there now, but, um, it's so cool. It's, a, that, it's, it's
0: amazing thing. that all that's because of how technology has advanced all those games that we used to think were so long or whatever, mm-hmm. there's such small little things on these emulators too, that, 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 that I think is just the amazing part about it is you can put, you can pack all that stuff on there. So absolutely. Yeah.
2: But, but no, man, what, what's one of your picks, sir? <laughs> I
0: haven't I haven't played a Mecha game. I think the last Mecha games that I played were probably the, maybe that early version of the Gundas, Gundam Dynasty Warriors. I haven't played anything since. And I, I'll be honest with you. I don't have emulators or anything like that. So this is something that uh, Solbro and, and Chris are going to probably be waxing on more than I do. Um, but that was probably the last thing I did in, in terms of the ones that I, I have tried armor core or no, I'm sorry. A uh, front mission, like four. I remember trying to do that and just got to the point. It was so damn It took longer to get the mecha out of the, um, you know, get it to launch than to actually do something. So I don't mind stuff. That's like technical, but it was like way too technical. Um, in terms of some of the other mecha games, um, of course, you know, a lot of those PlayStation two, um, and PlayStation one, uh, Gundam games. I I used to love playing battle assault too. I mean, as, as ridiculous as it was, (laughs) and as, as, you know, as you look at it now and it's like, holy crap, we thought this was cool. Um, you know, I think part of it, we're just happy because, um, you know, we were, uh, we had something, uh, to play that, you know, we thought, oh, wow, you know, they, they played this in Japan. We, this has got to be good then. Um, you know, of course, uh, Xeonic front, uh, uh, journey to Jaboro, um, encounters in space. I mean, you know, um, all that stuff. And, you know, what was it? The, the Zeta, the Gundam versus Zeta Gundam. What was, wasn't that the one that kind of incorporated everything on, um, PlayStation Two. It it was kind of a it it, it was kind of an amalgamation of like Encounters in Space and no, uh, no.
2: but I know it was
3: it was a predecessor to Extreme Versus. It was that's the second game of the because the first one was Federation Federation versus versus Zeon. Zeon. Then they did Ayuk versus Titans, which we didn't get. But then they did an upgraded version called Gundam versus Zeta Gundam. Very confusing.
2: Which basically took all the assets from uh, Federation versus Zeon, <laughs> combined it with the uh, the um, the AU versus uh, 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 Titans, and then uh, and then put it all together in like this mega game that was fantastic, man. Um, such a dope game. I, uh, for those. Uh, who never played it? Um, if you're a Federation versus
0: yeah, the Federation versus Eon game was a good game. Yeah, it, was it was a solid so, game. Encounters the the you know. was a solid game. Yeah. Um, one of the ones you forget on your list here is some of those Gundam Seed ones. I remember oh, yeah. was it never <laughs> ending yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, those are shit. Yeah, stay away from those. <laughs> yeah. Um They look great, but they play. You're like, oh, what am I even doing? Like, you just lose interest. Um, and of course the metal gear, solid games, uh, zone of the enders. i never really, I played a little bit of it, but i mostly watched, uh, other people get frustrated trying to beat those games. Oh, so that was, um,
2: now.
0: yeah. <laughs> and, and providing my, providing what I could think, you know, providing my support and all that. Uh, but those are cool games too. Um, uh, so that's what I got right now. It's some of the other stuff on your list, I haven't played the Transformers games. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there well, was I'm a point with? that, yeah.
3: Cause <laughs> you have no heart and soul.
0: I don't, <laughs> I really don't. Um, and I've heard some of them are really awesome, especially like the war for Cybertron ones and things like that. But I just, um, um, yeah,
2: Devastation I just never cool. got,
0: yeah. And I just never got into those games for mm-hmm. some reason. I, I don't know why, you know, um uh, Virtual On I remember playing that um you know th- that that was one of those quarter this quarter eating games and oh, yeah. it, it, it it translated over to its uh, console versions so but yeah that's what I got at this point so back to you Sol, bro
2: oh boy well you mentioned Zone of the Enders and I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, mention man, yeah. uh, I didn't mention uh a Kojima in general uh you also brought up uh, Metal Gear and, uh, yeah, uh, Kojima. Oh, rocking. yeah, Metal Gear.
0: Yeah, come on.
2: Kojima's been rocking since uh, the uh, late 80s. Which
0: Rich, everybody always game. forgets is a mecha game in the end. Yes, you know? right?
2: It's easy to, because the mecha doesn't really play a part until, like, the third act. And even then, it takes yeah. up such a small part of the story. It's more uh, military tactical and stealth and all that stuff. And that's more so than what the game takes up. But, yeah, at the, core, at the core of it, there's a mecha that's being used as a weapon of mass destruction that you have to stop. So it's that david and goliath story that it eventually boils down to
3: and, and it uh, always and it has all of the mecha anime pretension mm-hmm. yeah, it does. so you know it does it, uh, and, and it, you pilot rex in four so yes okay. mm-hmm.
2: now, and four has a lot more mecha in it i would say because you have those autonomous ones um that that walk around that you have to avoid and you know there's uh the 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 little uh Metal, guess, Gear II. Metal Gear Mark 2. Yeah,
3: Metal Gear Mark 2. And
2: yeah. uh you know there's there's a lot because that's set in the future of course so you know they take advantage of that setting but the previous ones are kind of like in the near future or or even in the past uh when it comes to Metal Gear and that that franchise uh most of the entries in that in that franchise have been pretty good or pretty solid pun intended. But <laughs> but uh I am uh, am a big fan of uh Kojima's some of his works that actually ended up influencing uh Metal Gear Down the Road. Um, One of them was on the uh, Sega Saturn and uh, the MSX, and it was called Snatcher, which is uh, a big love letter to Cyberpunk in general. And had... uh, uh, But specifically uh, Blade Runner. But Blade Runner, yes. It's an unlicensed Blade Runner Runner game. Let's not kill ourselves. Basically, it is. They probably approached uh, the studio and said, yo, can we make this Blade Runner game for you? And they said, nah, son. This is too cartoony. Get out of here with this shit. So Kojima said, fuck it. We're going to make our own. And that's what it did uh, with uh, with Snatcher. Uh, it's a uh, visual novel, so it's uh, it's not like a game you actively play. You make choices, uh, you study clues, and then you uh, uh, the story plays out depending on the choices that you make, and and certain uh, maybe uh, uh, more involved moments where you have to do something. But uh, Snatcher was uh, was 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 a whole lot of fun. But uh, the one that I always remember the most is uh, a game which is clearly fucking. Um, uh, God, it was a lethal weapon in space, and that's police nuts, uh, which is a follow-up <laughs> to Snatcher, still set in the same world. But as soon as you look at the main characters, dude, it's like, yo, this, this
3: reeks in Murtaugh, son. <laughs> yo, we know how Kojima is about American movies. Yes, he fucking
2: yes. loves them. He will take that shit whole heart, whole, whole hog. So basically, the 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 plot nutshells the these uh these cops. End up having to. Uh, I I don't know exactly the whole story because I only played it in Japanese years ago. But um, um, these police officers, are, um, their jurisdiction is in space, and uh, you know, other than that, they seem like regular cops. But then they have um, <clears throat> they have a uh, missions, and uh, part of the storyline takes place in are uh, traveling to space and other areas. So, um, it's also a cyberpunk based game. But uh, if you look at it, man, it is, it is um. Cyberpunk all day and across uh, with uh, Blade Runner, uh, but you got O'Neill cylinders in this game, so there's a little bit of uh, uh, that influence. So you know, O'Neill cylinders were made famous, of course, from Mobile Suit Gundam, but uh, did did exist before that. Um, the thing yeah, is they're how, based on
0: actual science.
2: Yeah, exactly, they are absolutely based on actual science. Damn, uh,
0: I, sorry, I said that word. That's it, that's like the that's like the word that you're not supposed to say. I know it's in a bad word nowadays, right? I know, right? Science. science. Who needs it? how should we why should we rely on science what has it ever given us
2: what the fuck are facts Neo?
0: science <laughs> what has it ever given us besides Indeed. pretty much everything we enjoy Indeed. but i digress
2: but no uh, <laughs> one of the significance of police knots if you're a big metal gear fan is that the character Meryl silverberg uh, actually uh appears in this game uh, uh it appears in uh in uh snatcher i believe or no it's uh, it's police knots let me fix my face she shows up in police knots first so um it's i don't she's not the same character that she was in metal gear she's just like a version of her that existed before she uh was included in metal gear solid so um if you guys uh ever want to delve into uh police knots and uh snatcher you might get a kick out of that as well but uh those are very interesting games and uh they help to kind of uh Move Kojima forward with his uh, game development into game like Zone of the Enders and uh, the later Metal Gear games. But uh, any uh, any thoughts on that, fellas? Uh, Chris, I, I know you have uh, an affinity for the Metal Gear series as well.
3: I do. Um, have not played Snatcher or Police Nuts, so uh, mm-hmm. can't really. Um, yeah, I can't tell you. Speak to that. those uh, for Metal Gear. I think we finally got around to doing Metal Gear late in um, oh, yeah. Chaos Theater. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's too many damn podcasts. So either either we did or we didn't, which is completely useless information. So um, <laughs> <laughs> you either know my thoughts about these games or you don't. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Goddamn.
0: I think so, you should run for some public office with that answer there. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could Chris. do it, right? Yeah. Either I like them or I don't. I might have said that, or I haven't. I don't know. You you, you check it out. We're good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so um, I probably won't be hanging around the entire episode, so I'm going to mention at least a couple more just to uh, Ooh, check off okay. on my list. Sure, go for it. Uh, the first is definitely an NES classic, very underrated for the most part, and that is Metal Storm, Ooh, yes. which I probably might have mentioned uh, the first time we did this topic. I believe you did, yeah. That was yeah. 13 years ago. So, Metal Storm is a little side-scrolling action game that is hard as fuck. And the gimmick of it is that you can, with the press of a button, switch your mecha's gravity and either be on the floor or on the ceiling. And you have to use this gimmick to get through this very difficult game. Um, it's never been re-released it digitally so you would have to get it through methods but there was um recently a physical re-release one of these like uh limited production types uh-huh. of the actual nes cartridge
1: Because wow. this game
3: had started to get pretty expensive so they put out like a nice even little collector's edition with a little figure of the robot and all of that so oh,
2: that's awesome uh
3: be nice if it got a digital re release somewhere but uh for now just have to go to the methods network um another one this one is like starting to get into obscure stuff is a genesis game that uh in Japan was released as X Renza but in America was called Ranger X oh yeah man i know that yeah
0: i remember ranger x
3: Yeah, so it's this cool little action game where you are a mecha that has a little, um, like, mecha bike that travels along with you, and you can dock with it, and you have access to a whole variety of weapons, and, uh, you know, it is definitely 90s hard, but it's got great graphics, good soundtrack, and it's it's definitely fun, so never been re-released in any modern format, so you'll have to... Resort to the Methods Network for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, switching to the Super NES, a game called Metal Warriors. And this game definitely confuses people because it plays a lot like Cybernator slash Assault Suits. Mm-hmm. And it was published by Konami. And it's very anime styled, so you would think that it's a part of that series. No, it actually was made by LucasArts.
2: Right. Yeah, I was going to ask if that was true. Because when I did my research for this, it's like, yo, LucasArts
3: made this? This was back in the day. I Remember, this is 1995. This is when LucasArts was allowed to make non-Star Wars games. Yeah, that's yeah. true,
2: man. Yo, shout out to Maniac Mansion. <laughs> um,
3: so it plays very similar to Cybernator. So if you want to think of it as kind of like a, a spiritual successor that, you know, that works. Um, differences you can actually get out of your mecha. Mm-hmm. And travel around on foot, so that's something. But uh, you know, the action is very similar to Cybernator, and it's a pretty solid title. So this one also never been re-released, so you'll have to resort to Methods Network.
2: I remember playing this for the first time with Show like years ago on one of our uh, our our collaboration streams, and we were running the games through an emulator. And I never even heard of this game until he uh, until he brought it to my attention. We were playing the two-player mode. And it's like, this game is amazing. I, I'm sorry I missed this on the super, during the Super Nintendo's heyday. I, I, I was so mad. But uh, it, was, it was a fantastic game, man. I I enjoyed what I played of it. Uh,
3: another one that's a fun little distraction is a Capcom beat-em-up called Armored Warriors. Mm-hmm. So this is an arcade game. Uh, never got ported to home system in the 90s. And the gimmick for this beat-em-up is that you can... Um, grab onto parts from destroyed mecha and swap them out for your parts so you can, like, create, like, a weird Frankenstein mecha with all of these different types of abilities. Um, The parts aren't permanent because they do take damage and blow up, so you have to get new parts. You can replace your lower body. You can replace your arm. It's, It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it is available... In modern times, as part of the Capcom Beat'em Up Bundle, which is a collection of six arcade games. Now, these are uh, ports of the original arcade versions, so you can also enjoy Final Fight, which is probably my favorite beat'em up of all time, and a bunch of other games. So, it is definitely worth the money, and it's out there on uh, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. And I think the last one that I'll mention for now is the modern PS4 remake of Assault Suit Lanos. So this game was the predecessor to Assault Suits Falcon. It originally came out on the Genesis and was released in America as Target Earth. And then pretty early in this generation, it got a PS4 remake... And it's a very solid game. It's a lot of fun. Unfortunately, the developer went out of business, and I was hoping for all of these years that they would have done a similar remake for Assault Suit Vulcan, but alas, it was not meant to be.
1: Yeah. That's
3: a shame. Also,
0: you know, go ahead, Silver.
3: Oh, no, we're going to ask. Go for
0: it. I was going to say, one that I did not see on your uh, list, and I only played it at a convention. Mm-hmm. But it, I remember when it came out, it was, like, something that everybody was, like, oh, my God, this sounds so cool. Remember Steel Battalion?
2: Oh, yeah, Steel Battalion. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Good yeah. luck owning that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steel Battalion that had, like, the giant controller that basically gave you most of the cockpit of a of a Gundam. Yeah, it yeah. had, like, multiple, it had two joysticks, a bunch of toggle switches, even had pedals on that thing. Yeah. I also have
3: only played that in conventions. Yeah, I played
0: so it so in conventions and it sounded so cool. And I think one of the big issues with it that seemed the most frustrating is when you would die, it really had no save
3: points. Yeah, <laughs> so. like it was, it was like freaking yeah. realistic style that your mecha was destroyed and your character died and you had to start all over. Yeah. Um, you know, the bigger frustrating issue is that you spend $200 on this fancy ass yes. controller and. It only works for that one fucking game, right? Yeah, Man, that's yeah.
2: A, that's a vanity. <laughs>
0: at, le- at least when you, at least when you get a, a racing wheel for uh, for like a racing game and stuff like that, that's set or up. or a flight stick, it, or a flight stick, you can use it in multiple games. But yeah, this one was just it was hardwired for that, and the concept is cool. I think in some ways it might have been a little ahead of its time, but it also got to the point too. It's like, it was too damn realistic. Like there does come a point where it's like, wait, I, I, I went through this level. I, I spent 15 minutes going through this one part of it and I get killed at the end. And it's like, I got to start all over again. <laughs> you know, that, that, that'll, that'll make you hate a, uh, hate a, um, a game pretty quick. But I think um, that led to the fact of, what was it, Chris? What wasn't there? Wasn't there somebody on our show that was looking forward to a a, a Gundam game that was like uh, kind of like this? Because wasn't wasn't Mobile Ops kind of like this too? <laughs> M- mobile Ops, I what is that? Oh, it was like some crazy like Gundam game that kind of had the same situation where you start off as like a grunt mobile suit pilot, and I think in that one though the. Um, uh, I never played it, and uh-huh. but I, I remember. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think if you got kicked out, or if you got your mobile suit got kind of too damaged, you could go out and fight on your own, kind of like what ends up with Titanfall, right? Because you can do that in Titanfall.
3: You you could uh, walk around um, on the ground, kind of like you can now with Battle Operation. So that was the yeah. the gimmick because I don't think any Gundam game up to that point had done that yet.
0: Yeah, which is, I think that that's kind of cool. I, I I know that the concept was cool. I, I think the execution was terrible, from what I understand. So, bro, you ended up playing it, didn't you?
2: Yeah, just once, and it was the a demo. Day, it was the, de- <laughs> the demo that was on uh, the PS4, actually, because I remember uh, after uh, Gundam uh, Gundam what was it uh, Gundam versus uh, the previous uh, Gundam versus game on the PS4 before um, Maxi Boost. Um, came out. Uh, they finally got me to play a little bit of the uh, of, uh, the Mobile Ops two or whatever version of Mobile Ops it was. And I finally got oh, to play the it. sequel. Yeah, you the know. sequel. I never played the original. Because uh, talking it, about Battle Operation. Battle Operation. Yeah, that's the one. I, I played that uh, just a little bit, and it was cool. I didn't really have much to go on uh, when it came to playing it or having um, having any like real weapons. But I, I like the concept, and uh, they've been asking me to get back on it for a long time now. Um, but I just I've not made time for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. The original game was called Mobile Ops: The One Year War. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's what it was, it was. on 360. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it had a cool concept, but um, I think you know, just like a lot of these, um, especially these anime based ones, they just ended up not being as as good as you um, and uh, it could be so. Because I think on that one it was it was very uh, I think I saw somebody in the stream here talk about it was more like Call of Duty the One Year War. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> well, the way it was marketed <laughs> in America, where you know
0: it was all trying to make suits, it right? all
3: gritty looking and calling it Mobile Ops the One Year rather than Mobile Suit Gundam Operation Troy, which is its Japanese title. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. That's exactly what it was. Holy now, shit. could I
0: don't, I don't know maybe somebody in the stream played it? Can you end up with the Gundam in this or because when they when I always kind of saw you know the videos about it and stuff, you're always like stuck in a GM or um... yeah, the
3: American videos at least were very grunt focused and tried to yeah. de emphasize. I think because you know the the last Gundam game that had come out like this in America was uh Crossfire. Yeah, that piece on, of on the PS3 oh, wow. at launch, and it was such Ooh. a disappointment and a failure that I think they were trying to run away from the Gundam branding.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Uh, but you know, with that, I must uh, sign off. So, all uh, right. You know, it was fun talking about some mecha games for a bit, and uh, I will see everyone in the next episode oh, when I actually good. was scheduled to appear, <laughs> yes, rather so than cool. just randomly hopping on because I felt like it.
0: Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. you're turning in you're turning into Fredrex. This is what he this is what he did for a while. He just he just kind of showed up after a while. He, oh you know, he, he's he's kinda like that guy on the couch, you know. It's like didn't this guy leave? No, he's still like, here. Hey, you got
3: some pizza. <laughs> yeah
0: yes, exactly. <laughs> so, man? Uh, thanks for seeing to today. Good
3: yep. uh seeing you all and uh catch you next time.
0: Take it easy. Peace,
3: man. Uh-huh. But um yeah. Uh, so,
0: Solbro, anything else? Any yeah, Anything? Um. Any, anything we want to bring on tweets or anything from the stream?
2: Well, I mean, um, uh, it's a few other ones. I know that um Chris had brought up uh, Armored Warriors earlier, and uh, Armored Warriors is actually uh kind of a pseudo trilogy from Capcom. Uh, oh, um, I know Ar- what game
0: you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Armored, Armored Warriors. I don't think I ever episode, played it. Yeah,
2: it's, it was the first of three games that were that were connected. Uh, spiritually at least in some way and they reused the assets from uh, Powered Gear uh, to make a fighting game of, uh, one year later in 1995 and that game was Cyberbots and uh, that game yeah. uh, is a game that I really love the hell out of it, I, it was in the arcades initially and it did come to the states in English speaking countries but it wasn't ported uh, to any other system except for the, the Sega Saturn and the Playstation 1 So, um, and when it was it was just in Japan but uh, that's how I got to play it. Uh, a friend of mine uh, had an import uh, version of the game, so we got to play it on the Saturn, and it was uh, super cool. Uh, and I, that's how I got familiar with the character of Jin. Um, Jin, uh, 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 sorry, Jin Kusanagi, um, who's voiced by uh, Toru Furuya, Furuya, who you guys know from uh, the Gundam franchise as uh, Amuro Ray. And uh, I don't don't tell nobody, but ribbons. <laughs> He'll deny it to your face that he did the voice of ribbons, but you know. You know he was ribbons. But uh, he was, he's the voice of Jen in this game, and there's a lot of love to mecha series in general in Cyberbots. Uh, and uh, even more so with the uh, spiritual successor to the Cyberbots that came out four years later on the Dreamcast and in, uh, in the arcades. And that game was called uh, Tech Romancer. Uh, that game was worked on by none other than um, uh, Shoji Kawamori from Studio New and of Macross fame. And uh, many, many, many other uh, projects that we've watched and reviewed here on Gundam. So uh, Shoji so Karamori had a concept for a game with the, with the guys at Capcom where he wanted to make a game that not only um, paid homage to a lot of different mecha shows, but seemed like a bunch of mecha shows come together as one. And when you played the individual characters in the game, because it was a fighting game, just like Cyberbots was, um, they were the lead of their own television show. You got to make yeah. choices. On how the story played out as you went through it. There's one particular story in this game, and I was telling these people on the stream uh, when I did the stream the other day, and I played a little bit of it. There's a robot called Wise Duck, which is uh, looks like a Destroid from Macross, but also uh, has a little bit of a uh, Dugram thrown in, especially into the storyline. And uh, you'll notice the main character in Wise Duck is this young recruit. His name's Arvin. He looks exactly like fucking Bernie. <laughs> really? yes Bernie Wiseman? Bernie Wiseman and that's on purpose that they did that because um, there is uh, this, the, his crew in this they all helped to pilot this giant suit called the Wise Duck it's this giant military uh, uh, tactical um, destroyer looking suit but it's much bigger than what a destroyer would be there it is on the screen right there for those who are watching um, and uh, his whole crew kind of resembles the uh, the team that Bernie worked with on uh, on uh, eighth, uh, sorry on uh, 0080 so um, yeah. there is a story choice you can make in the game. And that story choice is, are you a human or are you a soldier, right? And uh, depending on the story choice that you make, there's something that happens at the end of the game. And this is the same for all other characters. There's an a, a ending and a B ending. And depending on what you choose, could be bad or good. Sometimes both bad, sometimes both good. In the case of Arvin, uh, one particular scenario uh, turns out that he kind of uh, goes against the crew. Of the, uh, of the ship, and he, he, he uh, politically believes differently than they do, and at the very end of the game, the captain shoots him dead, saying, I don't got time for fucking uh, uh, mutineers. <laughs> at the end of the game, you beat the game only for Arvin to get killed, right? Well, the flip side of this is if Arvin is on board with what they're going to do, he's the only one that survives. The whole rest of the crew dies in a sacrificial um, uh, uh, he sacrificed himself to save the day, and uh, he somehow survives it, and uh, when he does, years later, he goes back to where the wise duck was destroyed, and his remains are in this desert area, and it resembles Dugrum. Remember at the beginning of Dougram, Yeah where you saw the Dugrum all rusted out and all fucked up? That very uh, ending was iconic to that, so it's a mismatch of a lot of things, but uh, that's how cool the game was. There was a lot of love to all sorts of mecha series in it, and if you played through... Um, if you play through uh, TechRomancer, you'll find it. There's a, a parody of uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, another parody of Macross in it, uh, of, of course, the main character, Kakaio, the main robot, is a big love letter to uh, Manga Z and Super Robot shows like that. And there's uh, a girl who pilots a, a robot that looks like Cutie Honey, but um, she, uh, <laughs> she she pilots it like um, Domon Kashu from, uh, from uh, G Gundam. So she's like standing in this thing and she's wearing like a, a a plug suit and she's going to work and that's that's so cool so um yeah if you've never seen um tech romancer please please check that game out it's it's really awesome
0: um so so bro i got i got a question for you go for it go for it because 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 i know at a point you you loved it but remember that ps2 game from early 2000s robotech battle cry Do you ever play it
2: I wanted to avoid talking about that, but yes, uh,
0: <laughs> I owned it. I think I, I remember you played it, did I,
2: I owned the game. I actually owned Battle.
0: Oh, my God. You spent money on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How hey, it? was it? Was it everything as horrible as the oh, every-
2: It's not a terrible game. It just doesn't play as smoothly as, uh, say, for instance, the, the Macross game that uh, Sega put out. For the ps2 uh which was based on do you remember love that game is made by am2 which is uh, a great arcade division of sega this game is made by atari i believe or some some smaller development team that the atari Atari published a game under and uh battle cry the the cool thing about it was you did get to play through the robotech adaptation of Macross, and you got to play through um uh the voice actors came back from the original dub of, of Macross. Or Robotech, I should say, to come back and voice the characters, at least in most cases. So that was cool to get reunited with those actors playing those characters. But other than that, man, I don't have too many fond memories of it. And I didn't really get very far. And the gameplay got kind of bland after a while. I didn't like the 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 it Because I
0: I remember seeing reviews of it back in the day. And it was one of those ones where you basically, each level was just basically the same thing. They would yes. just kind of change it up a little bit, and and,
2: uh, and there's Robotic Invasion that I'm thinking of. Shout out to Yazi for clarifying that. I didn't play Battle Cry. Battle Cry was the. Uh, I thought
0: you played yeah. Battle Cry.
2: Battle Cry was the Invin Invasion one, and I didn't own that one. It was uh, okay. The, the one I played was uh, Invasion, and uh, no, hold on, no, you're right. Is it, it was Battle Cry? Battle Cry. I thought was, you played yeah, Battle yeah, Cry. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Battle Cry. Yeah, because I remember owning the case in the in the game, so.
0: Yeah, because it has the, the Veritech on the front.
2: The Veritech, guys. Yo, I know some of you guys are like spinning.
0: The Veritech. You guys oh, spitting. shut up. They know what it is. <laughs> if, you, it. if you live in America, <laughs> you know what it is. Stop y'all being. Was, y'all oh, I've only known Macross. You know what, Yo, Robotech. Don't, is,
2: don't call I'm him not. Rick. His name's Akbaru, yeah. son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get it i get it but you know it's kind of hard to undo two decades of fucking of of of, of the of growing up with that that show in the 80s but i'm pretty good about just, it. just now. always
0: always remember as as much as it pains us yeah. if there wasn't robotech we would have never been we'd never been introduced to Macross.
2: <laughs> the thing about robotech though is it, there's a lot because there,
0: there was a point in time yeah where there wasn't simultaneous global releases of yeah. things I, I, I always a, say I know, I know it's a strange concept, but there yeah, was a time, there was like a, what five years ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly, I always say you know, fuck Harmony Gold, fuck them in the in the ground they stand on. But I always have a love for Robotech, at least in its original form. So you know, it's just because it it it, it did a lot to change my perspective on animation and whatnot. So it, at the time that this game came out, I was I was thrilled to play it. Um, and uh, it was nice to finally play Robotech in a uh, in a video game form. God, I
0: didn't even realize you don't even you play Jack Archer in Battle Cry. You don't even play one of our heroes. Yeah, you don't play Rick I at mean, all. You play some generic. Oh guy. my god! Yeah, man, good Jack thoughts. Archer. Is he related to uh, Captain Archer from Enterprise?
2: <laughs> we can only wonder. But uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: if he was, he'd be halfway decent, yeah, yeah, it'd be. oh man,
2: yeah. But Battle Cry, it was, it was, it was, it, as you can see from the gameplay, it's just very spaced out. Um, Sega did this concept a whole lot better with their uh game, and maybe I'll show that off later, but um, uh, yeah, uh, if anything, uh, this this game was uh, it was something, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was something, but. Going going to the PlayStation age, there's a game that... um, Props to... um, Let me see if I can pull up the tweet here. Uh, Props to Gwen Campbell from the Macross Speaker Podcast. Because I already had plans to talk about this anyway. But he mentioned it on Twitter, and I I, I should show it here. He says, If that list don't have X on it, son, I'm going to be disappointed. Well, you no longer have to be disappointed, my friend. X was fucking amazing. Um, If you never got to play it the X was this uh, this game on the PlayStation One, uh, with with an but it was basically uh, uh, a a send up of uh, of the throwback Super Robot shows, uh, specifically Get a Robo and, and shows like that with combining robots, where you play through a, a shooter based uh, game to uh, to to go through stages, and there were like cinematics that played out. This is the intro to the game right here. Um, But there were cinematics of the game that played out and depending on how well you performed, when you got halfway through the game, as in most super robot shows, one of the three pilots dies, right? And depending on who dies, uh, the second half of the game, that pilot gets replaced by a woman. And uh, depending on which pilot dies... yeah, it wasn't no, it, was, it wasn't a twin, a twin brother. It was a basically a woman came in and, 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 and filled their role for the second half of the game. So you could go through the game three times and have three different outcomes, which is really cool. Um, and depending on the uh, the suits that you had, you had a different assortment of weapons. You could change the um, you could change the Gepi X into three different forms like the Get-A-Robo could do. And depending on uh, what form you had it in, they had a different assortment of attacks and whatnot. But yeah, Gepi X was awesome. It's a little-known game. Uh, I believe it's made by a company called Aroma. It only came out in Japan, and uh, it's if you're if, if you're a super uh, robot nerd like myself, um, you're gonna want to uh, to check this game out uh, by any means necessary. See, those are the three girls, and you get one of them halfway through the game. But yeah, it's it's really cool. My cousin Jerome went ape shit for this game when we got it way back in the day, and. Uh, yeah, even the intro looks like the opening of of the TV of a TV show, but uh, yeah, Geppy X, man. If you uh, please check that game out sometime, let me show you some of the footage. But um, any uh, any things that come to mind to you about that? Did you ever see Geppy X at all?
0: Uh, I think I have, but I don't remember playing it. To be honest with you, there was a time on that generation I was playing all like the adventure games. To be honest with you, yeah, um, you know it, it's just it's just what it was. Um, but yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. No, it's oh, all right. Uh, it's a whole lot of fun. But yeah, this is a bit more footage of it right there. But yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's not super polished, but they make up for it with all the different, uh, interstitials in between of, uh, of scenes and whatnot that you can uh, unlock and, uh, and, and watch. So part of the fun is watching all the anime they crammed into, uh, I think it was two discs actually. I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody who's listening. <laughs> But yeah, I'm it sure was, it was, was two discs. Yes. It was it, there was a lot of lot of uh, anime uh, FMVs in there, so yeah, props to the the developer for that game, especially such a small company like Aroma. So uh, there's that. But um, uh, I mean, uh, there's there's some I went over um, during uh, my my live stream earlier, so I won't want to beat a dead horse. But um, uh, if you guys haven't checked out the Super Dimension Fortress Macross adaptations uh especially do you remember love on the sega saturn and on the playstation the um the 2d uh side scrolling shooter one that one's a whole lot of fun um you should definitely hunt that one down um and then the the sega um the sega one that was made back in the mid 2000s it's probably my favorite Macross game of all time um and you know it's a 3d but you get to transform the suit you get to kind of um go through all these stages. You get to fight alongside the SDF one before it takes off. It's so cool. You should definitely uh play that. And, and there's a shit ton of Macross games I never really got to play, but I know there um there's plenty out there like I'm based on Macross 7 and uh uh maybe even Macross Frontier had a game or two. I'm not sure, but um there there are games on uh different different platforms uh that you could check out for Macross 2. But uh let me see here uh we talked about Gundam games and there's a shit ton of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, not always that good. Not so. always that good. Some to touch upon though, we got the, uh, the SD Gundam series, which recently got a, a new entry. Uh, I believe Crossrays cross rays came out recently. So, uh, it's SD uh, generation cross rays. That series has been going on since 1990. Um, a lot of the people who love the dreamcast probably remember rise from the ashes, which was a very rough oh to play God. game. It yeah. a tough fucking game to play, um, but it was it was interesting uh, to get a Gundam game, and I believe that one came to the states. So it was one of the first Gundam games we got over here on our shores that we got to that we got to own uh, that we didn't have to import. So that that was a that was that was fun to see. You brought up Journey to Jabura earlier, and uh, there was a whole yeah, lot of a, good run, game. Was a whole lot of games on the PS2 that were uh, fan well. They they weren't the best made games, but we we struggled no. through them. Uh, they I'll were journey... fun on
0: that aspect, yeah. Uh,
2: the, the, my my thing about Journey to, to Jaburo and uh, Encounters of Space, that came later, is that you had the the voice cast from the animated uh, uh from the from the American dub in there, and they they all killed it, man. Especially hearing uh my man uh Bright uh, go in, he was, you heard his voice the most in those games. He was the narrator of the story as well, so you got to see. It. And there was some cutscenes in those games too that. Uh, were redone from the original uh, uh, series. So it was good to see them uh, revised like that, even though they were compressed and hella small. Uh, Xeonic Front, man, I never really dove into that. Did you play that all that much?
0: I played a little bit of it, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I owned it, but I just didn't give it uh, too much time. But wasn't it part, a, a p- part strategy game?
0: It was a part of strategy game. Yeah. And it wasn't too bad, but, you know, um, once again... It, outside of like some of the other games, like encounters in space and journey to Jaboro and stuff like that, where you just wanted to really kind of get to the point of replaying stuff that you watched. Um, It took a lot of time, you know, it, 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 you, you could lose interest in it, to be honest with you. I mean, it it really, um, it was okay. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it, but I mean, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the best. So, I mean, and once again, it was one of those situations where you're n- you're kind of playing a different part of the one year war. Mm-hmm. So, um
2: and that's the thing about I the one know, year war. There's so many aspects to it that get uh, brought up in these games that you never got to see before, and it's like, yo, did this really happen?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's it's the one where you're. It's got the Midnight fen- Fenure in there and mm. stuff, so that that's where all that stuff kind of comes from.
2: Oh, wow. Man, yeah. yo, yo, shout out to Doc. He says, I wrote I brute-forced my way through Xeonic Front. I don't know how I yeah. beat that game.
0: It, it yeah. is one of those games that you just kind of end up brute-forcing yourself through. Yeah. Like, it, it's really just a game where, um, at the end, you just try to abandon trying to do anything with strategy, and you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to do this on will. Mm-hmm. And as long as my fingers can hold up, you know, like that's basically what it came to. It was very hard. Yeah. And it, 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 it was, and and I think that's the problem with it. And that's what will make you lose it. I yeah. did end up beating it. I think I beat it on easy. And just because it got to a point, it's, it's one of those ones where you get to a point of like, I've, I'm just, I'm just, um, you know, I'm I'm doing too much, and this is just too difficult, and I just want to, I just want to get it to the end, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's that's basically what it was. Man,
2: well, I, if anything, uh, I it it, it it's for any uh Xeon fan uh that might be willing. to... Yeah, that was the other that.
0: thing too. A little too much space Nazis.
2: Oh mm-hmm. man, you don't want to get down with the with the colonies dropping. <laughs>
0: Nah, uh, g- gassing everybody. Oh, and gassing, yo, and yo, that,
2: that kind of hit, hits a raw yeah. nerve. <laughs> yo, that kind of gassing. Oof, yo, damn. Yeah. But, uh, yes, Xeonic uh, Front w- uh, was out there during that time. Uh, we, uh, in Japan, Lost War Chronicles came out uh, as well. But um, there was a game that I really enjoyed uh, the beginning stages of, but I never really went through and finished it. And that was uh, MS Saga A New Dawn, which was on the PS2. Uh, it was a, a fantasy game. Uh, uh, rpg that basically took the uh the mobile suits and made them suits of armor that you could put on your characters and uh it was they were all super deformed of course but it was a neat way of uh kind of introducing gundam into a a, a new sphere uh and uh i don't know if anybody in the chat had uh, had seen ms saga but it was uh, it was it was it was very fun uh i loved uh getting the parts of different suits and then putting them together There was a kind of a gunplay aspect to it, on a a basic level anyway, but uh, MS Saga was neat. Um, In Japan it was called Gundam True Odyssey, Uh, you know, I'm not even going to try to say it, (laughs) but Gundam True Odyssey and then a uh, subtitle I can't pronounce, but uh, that was was, uh, not bad. Um, There's a series in Japan that's been running for a long time and still running to this day. Um, It's a strategy based game that takes place during the one year war and then afterwards. Uh, and it's called uh, Gearion's Greed or Gearion's Ambition, and uh, it's a game yeah. series I wanted to play. I want I've been wanting to play forever because uh, it takes all the different stories of the One Year War and puts them into one comprehensive game, strategy based game. And you can play either the Xeon side or the Federation side, and you got characters showing up from Mobile Suit Gundam, Eighth MS Team, and 0080, all this stuff that takes place during the one-year war, even side games, uh, the Blue um, the Blue Destiny uh, uh, side story, you get that also in there, too. And uh, it looks like with every version of it that rolls out, they incorporate more one-year war stuff. It won't be long before we get Thunderbolt in this game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As well. And um, the cool thing about this series is that it continues on past the one-year war. So you get to go into the Grips War, and then you go into uh, eventually Shars Counterattack, uh, and um, you get, like, elements where you can change outcomes. You can change the future. You can get Char a Gundam of his own that's painted red. I guess they may have stole a prototype or something like that. So, uh, the, I think it's I think
0: it's the Dash 3. If yeah. I remember correctly, it's the Dash. It's the Dash 3 in the novel. Because, remember, in the novel, he has his own Gundam.
2: That's right. So they incorporated that into... Uh, Spoiler into-
0: alert. Sorry.
2: Ooh, you ruined the whole book. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, Garen's, uh, Garen's greed. Uh, it's, it's been a long running series. It's been multiple releases of it. There might even be English translations of the games. I'm not sure, but, uh, I've always wanted to play it cause I like strategy based games. And, uh, if they ever like oh, English it was a Rick Dom. English,
0: I thought he ended up with, um, I thought he ended up with a dash three at the end uh, the, the red. Of-
2: yeah. I think it was a Rick Dom. Yeah it was because i remember that's what he used to uh, to do a certain act that i won't i was wrong
0: then i haven't read that book in ever forever it's
2: been a long it's been over 10 years man i've been wanting to read it for a while but uh yeah uh there's elements from even i believe from the novels Uh, i believe that one what's the name of the girl that was in the novel oh
0: yeah spoiler alert in the novel armor dies
2: oh boy just fill up the small things leave him something well that that (laughs) that that book
0: was written what 30 years ago
2: a long time ago and printed out here probably about 15 years and i
0: think what it, it what he dies and there's like three or four more chapters oh yeah with um which is Char, because it that's ends a, up being Char's story.
2: That's when the book becomes godlike as fuck. Yo. Yeah,
0: you're like, wait a second, what the hell is this all about? It's
2: the best version of Char, bar none. I'll, I'll put him up against everybody, even even my man Quatro. I gotta say, is that Quatro is cool. Oh, you don't, the, you don't the, the Char, the, into that yeah, book, though. side yeah. note.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Side side note on this, the Char in the in the Mobile Suit Gundam novel, written by Tomino,
2: uh-huh.
0: um, written, what, like a year or two after the show concluded? Or was it after the movie trilogy concluded? I can't remember exactly. It the, off the t- It was
2: the early 80s. That's as much as I can tell yeah, you. Yeah,
0: I think it... And <laughs> talk <laughs> about, I mean, as great as Gundam, the origin was... Holy shit, the most visceral version of the one-year war and what these people went through, yes, is this is basically Tamino you know, having flashbacks of the American bombing runs of Japan when he was a child in World War ii It really it really is the most chilling thing in it is the um the attack on side seven. And when they just describe what happens <laughs> to people in that, oh, my God. But, it's pretty brutal, yeah. man.
2: That's a, it's one of the better aspects of the book is that you kind of get more of a detail of the flavor of how these characters, what they actually went to. What like they
0: could have been.
2: What they could have been. And, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's probably a lot of stuff that Tamino thought after the fact, because when mm-hmm. you're on the rivers of making the TV show, you're kind of caught in the whirlwind of making the show. And you don't have a lot of time to like delve into certain details but um
0: remember in the book shalia bulls like a couple of chapters yeah like he lasts a couple of chapters like he is like the man and he went lasted what like half three quarters of an episode
2: dude i forget (laughs) the name of the girl that uh befriends char and ends up being like uh the 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 stand-in for uh lala yeah lala dies that girl um that that she was a really cool character and i believe she might be in uh gary's ambition as well but um but yeah she was uh she was cool like, the book had a lot of stuff and it. it was a yeah more
0: Robert Ross yeah he's alive in it too that's yeah.
2: Yeah. thank you, Ro- you. That's, yeah that's her that's her indeed um but yeah man Hey, oh, what about um Makuve? wasn't he uh wasn't he a smooth operator in the book I'm trying to remember yeah I think yeah. he was yeah yeah some of the characters are different there's some arcs that are really fast too that uh you would think they would spend more time on. Um, but
0: yeah. yeah, they actually, they actually, he actually flushed out the the battles and the things in the in the show that were very short. Because um, he spends a good time in Jaburo, they yeah. spend a good time in the whole thing with Jaburo. So, yeah, it's.
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I have to go off tangent. Yeah, I think he's supposed to. Abby, around. Shout out to Abby in the chat yeah I believe he survives also, man.
0: and but that makes a good point is when you have all these other books and side stories mm-hmm. and stuff, that's what's so fun about some of these Gundam games is mm-hmm. there's so many different versions of things that you're like, oh char Shar never had a Rick Dom. like he never had a Rick Dome. we ne- we didn't see him with a Rick Dome mm-hmm. and, but it makes sense. and then you know, because what's what's the lineage of the Rick Dome, the Rick Diaz So it's that's right. It all kind of flows in there, so
2: <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> uh, Solbro will never finish. I start SRWV. Is that yeah. true, Soulbro?
2: Super Robot Wars, man. Uh, t- yeah, I, I uh, I, my brother Anthony actually has my Super Robot t- uh, Wars team. Uh, that's right a con-
0: that's a convenient excuse. Yeah,
2: he's got it though. <laughs> he's he's halfway through it, but uh, I need to get it back because I do want to finish it myself. Um, but yeah, Super Robot Wars, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that series quickly. Um, super Robot Wars is a, uh, a franchise where they combine, are, are put into one big storyline, a bunch of mecha series from real robot animes and super robot animes and somewhere in between. And sometimes animes that are not mecha related, like uh, like uh, Space Battleship Yamato and uh, Cowboy Viva yeah. uh, have made uh, appearances. Or um, Secret of Blue Water have made appearances in recent uh, editions. Macross, right? Cause well, I mean, Macross is definitely the... Mecca, but yeah, uh, yes. Macross was in the Super Robot Alpha series, Super Robot Wars Alpha series, and um, that was... Yeah, because about...
0: there's so many different versions of Super Robot Wars.
2: Yeah, we're talking about over 20 years of uh, almost 30 years of games, and um, I know that uh, the seminal moment in the series for me was when um, Super Robot Wars Alpha came out and I got my hands on a copy, and I got to play. I, I stumbled my way through that game because it's so uh, it's so hard to go through a Super Robot Wars game in in Japanese, and you don't have a, a FAQ to go through with it. With so, that was super tough. But uh, getting to the point where you're on the STF one with Bright and uh, and and my man Bruno J Global, yeah, and they meet for the yeah. first time on the bridge of the STF one. That's that's that 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 blew my mind. That these two these two legends. We're rocking it together, man. It's like it's amazing. It's and I so think in
0: what, later versions? You have um Ava Gellion in there and you have yeah. stuff with Gendo like, Akari and these guys. That's and, that's and... the big
2: thing about Alpha. Alpha had Ava in it, it had Macross in it, it had uh uh T-Tourney Gundam was in the Gaiden game, but I had Aura uh uh R-Battler Dunbine was in it. Like it had all the giants in that one that that one trilogy, man. It was amazing. And uh so let me get this straight. That, uh, there's a, the there's disco. a game
0: where there's a game where Neil Gibbons and, and Bright can be in the same same screenshot. There's, is
2: a, there's a game where uh, Shot Weapon is in it, man. Shot motherfucking weapon. The greatest name. Does doesn't one of the Super know.
0: Robot Wars Armro talks? Doesn't he talk smack to like the Seed Boys or is it the Wing Boys? Then isn't isn't there one where there's one where like Armro is just kind of talking smack to people?
2: imagine they talk shit to him because they usually depict Super
0: him. Robot Wars Three. Yeah,
2: yeah. usually Yeah, they usually depict him as uh as his Zeta's version or his uh his shorts counterattack version.
0: Corolla, Coralaba or whatever his Corollaba version, the Zeta version.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, hippie armor, man. Good shit. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm not trying to fight, guys. I'm trying to. I'm trying to stay retired. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to get into this. All right, I'll do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which, which never made sense because yeah. he had no motivation to do anything. Like, the Federation actually did that right. They're like, we're just going to give give him un, 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 a crazy amount of wealth and just not have him do anything because he's so dangerous. I still never understood why they thought he was so dangerous, but whatever. I mean, one guy with the Federation, I don't know. It seemed a little stupid to me. Oh, he talked uh, He talked shit to Atheron. That's right.
3: Oh, it was yeah. bathroom?
2: Oh man, man he should have talked yeah. shit to fucking uh to, to Kira. Man, he was he was feeling himself a little too much until he, he finally got his shit together. But uh, mm. man, oh well. But uh, anything
0: else on Super yeah. Robot Wars?
2: Uh, not a Super Robot Wars. Uh, a lot of you guys are already familiar with the Super Robot Wars series, but it's amazing. It's a strategy based game that you guys, uh, if you like strategy based games and featuring your favorite mecha series, some of them have come out in in the states. Um, as with the Super Robot Wars um, original generation series, so you can check those out on different platforms. But uh, if you want to get your you want to get your hands dirty, you got to get into uh, the real Super Robot. Well, let me not say the real, but the Super Robot Wars games that are the most famous, which is the ones with the big crossovers. We've gotten a few in English format as of oh, recently. Yeah. Um, we got uh, T, and I forget. I believe X was the one that came beforehand. Stream, please correct me. Uh, but, uh, T is the most recent one and that's on, uh, all sorts of, all sorts of platforms, including the, um, the, uh, the Nintendo Switch, which is what I have T on. So, um, oh, man. it's super cool that they have that on the go, but, uh, yeah, uh, Super Robot Wars, definitely don't sleep on that. Or Soccer Rewards, which just came out here recently, which has a similar type format. Uh, if you guys are ever looking for a crossover between Super Robot Wars and... And uh, Soccer Wars, don't hold your breath. I think the guy who uh, created Super Robot Wars, I've been told, is not a big fan of the... Uh, sorry, the guy that created the Soccer Wars is not a big fan of the Super Robot Wars series. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, that, that's going to be a, a while before we even see any of that. But um, other games of note uh, that are from Gundam. Uh, Gundam Breaker is really great. Uh, if you guys got into that series, if you like building Gunpla and you want to customize your own uh, Gundam Mecha, that's a really good game to play. Um, and then, uh, Bonds of the Battlefield was an arcade game, uh, which you sat in, sat in the pod and got to control uh, the, uh, the RX-78 and other suits from the original Mobile Suit Gundam series, and they took that technology and put it into the Star Wars Battle Pod, uh, game as well, so if you guys have played the Star Wars Battle Pod game, you got a, you got a sampling of how Bonds of the Battlefield would be like, except in, in controlling an uh, X-Wing, you're controlling, a. Uh, uh, the RX seventy eight. So that that's. I wish I got the chance to play that, um, if I could fit in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh... I'll just wrap things up with this last game, uh, because I, I can't... actually
0: hold on, Sol oh, bro yeah.
2: Okay, go for it. What, what you have in mind?
0: So what about Titanfall? Have you ever played Titanfall?
2: Titanfall. I was Yo, I was
0: never into it. So I did. I mean, I, I think recently, um, yeah. you know, because let's be honest, the mecha games. Yes, they're not. They're not needle movers. They're 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 not things no. that are are put out that are gonna they're change niche. the income. Yeah, yeah. they're niche. They're, but they're probably niche. the last real big one that was actually a, a big success in yeah. in the United States. in the
2: sequel, what, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and we I mean, we know
2: uh, we know a guy. Who is Pacific
0: it. Rim got a sequel, but we're not going to yeah. say it's good, right? I, well, I'm I mean, just saying.
2: No, I mean it, it, the, the first one warranted enough to get a sequel. So yeah, at least the first one did well enough to get that. But uh, we know a guy who is uh, a Titanfall enthusiast. He's just started up uh, playing Titanfall again. Uh, Mister Lee Majors, shout out! Oh, to is him. he? Yeah,
0: I God, he that. loved that. He loved that and mm-hmm.
2: I I caught him. I caught him on the stream uh, playing Titanfall a couple a couple days, ago. and he
0: hated the second one.
2: Yeah, he hated the second one, went back to the first. He had he had a falling out, I think, with the game entirely. And How many
0: people are playing that online? Is it just him and like four other people?
2: I think he's keeping that torch burning. <laughs> I, think I, mean, I,
0: mean, I, mean, I mean, is this is this the point of like me at the when I was playing like gears one and two? And it uh-huh. was like there was like four people online, you'd sit there and you'd wait half the night to get a party to play online. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted to play. Because it's 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 one of those flash in, flash in the pan things. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, Lee Lee hates he. I remember he hated. I remember a couple of his rants about Titanfall too. He just hated everything about it, the control scheme, just the the way it played, everything. So yeah, I I don't know. And they are saying in this, didn't you play Titanfall with them? I did. Uh, and and who was it?
2: I would, uh, I would yeah, get how could ass, you forget this
0: game, Sober? I would
2: get my ass waxed, but, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I did play Titanfall with him, and, uh, I'm trying to find major streamers. Yeah, he majors, says he, <laughs> streaming right so, now, so, apparently.
0: So he's still playing Gears of War online? Oh my god. Oh, yeah, man. I can't even finish Gears 5. I'm in the last boss, and I'm like, oh, this is the stupidest boss I've ever done, but I, I will complete it one day, but, um, oh man. <laughs> Microsoft Microsoft secretly paying him.
2: (laughs) I don't know, but yo, Majors is streaming it right now. I'm trying to pull up. Is it it really? Yeah, man. Are you serious? Yo, yo, shout out out to Majors. As we speak, twitch.tv slash Lee, L E E A Y Z A H N. And uh, this is him deep in the mix. Right now rocking Titanfall as we speak, son. Yo, going in. So yeah, man, Titanfall's a cool game, man. I, I suck at it. I used to get murdered at it. I for a mecha game, it's the game I play the worst. Damn, he's still <laughs>
0: playing that shit.
2: Hooking, Holy but my crap. man is cooking right now on Titanfall, man. Damn. But, and yeah,
0: the man. first one. Holy yeah.
3: shit.
2: Went back to the class eight, man. Man, as it go back, I, I go back to certain fighting games, man. Even though they've been years and years old, it's like, God, this is this is where the yeah game fighting is games is one thing, but you, yeah, you but know, like, like that.
0: Games like this, though, once they fall out of favor,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: nobody goes back to them. Holy God, man! Oh yeah, I forgot it had a card system in it. Yeah, it did.
2: I it. forgot that. Oh thank, my gosh. Thank you, Doc, for the heads up. I appreciate you letting me know that majors was streaming. <laughs> Yo, know, how how apropos, man! How apropos. Yeah. That's that's what's going on. I Process feel like we
0: need know. to get him out here just, right. to just to talk about oh, Titanfall. We, <laughs> we don't have that much time left. We don't.
2: <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. But uh, last but not least, uh, I gotta say that uh, this is the game. Oh my God,
0: doing. he's still playing Gears of War Judgment and Gears of War Three. No. Holy, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, sir, he plays is. As- are the servers for Gears of War three even still active?
2: It's got to run it back, fellas. You know that's what it is, man. I mean, that's really- an
0: easy game. It's it's and it's re- that was the first co op one. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's oh. hilarious.
2: Also, wow. um, yo, yo uh, props to anybody who's been suggesting uh, another centuries episode. If you like Super uh, Robot Wars, it's a crossover uh, fighting game between different series that's uh, made by From Software, who created um, Armored Core. Which is uh, another series that I know a lot of you guys uh, dive do- have dived into. Um, but it it, it, it combines uh, suits from different uh, mecha anime series into one big uh, uh, adventure uh, action game. So uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, can't be-
0: I can't believe he loves that. Oh my god. Oh, and, wow. uh, there's
2: also I heard also from Yazzie that there's a really cool Votoms game on the PS2. That I, I I'll be looking forward to get into with uh, my future sessions for uh, for the uh, Mecha Gaming uh, showcase. So uh, Yazi, I look forward to that. Man, maybe you can coach me through it, buddy. Let and me
0: guess you don't you don't fall in love with any scope dog in that one. You just you go full oh, Chirico. going like you go uh, full.
2: boy I, you can't have. I it lost my arm.
0: I'm out of this. I'm gonna murder the guy next to me Yo, the perfect, and uh, take his scope dog.
2: The perfect Votoms game is like a Grand Theft Auto simulator with Max. With <laughs> it should just be What, what is balls. it?
0: I remember in the original Armor Vo, uh, Armor Trooper Votomes, somebody mm-hmm. counted. It was like he changed scope dogs like 23 times through the series. That's I what mean,
2: <laughs> rock son. You steal the scope dogs, Yazzie <laughs> says. Oh, shit. Let's oh, you go. Oh, man. That's what's up. That's, that is the talk. There you go. There you All go. right. But this last one, you guys know all too well, man. Oh man! It is none other than extreme, extreme versus. We touched upon uh, <laughs> earlier. We touched upon uh, Federation versus Xeon. Uh, there's a new edition of Maxi. Uh, I'm sorry, of Extreme Versus that just got announced. Uh, extreme Versus uh, 2 uh, X Boost, which is coming out in arcades soon. Which I guess is just a slight update to uh, Extreme Versus 2, which hasn't been in arcades very long. So uh that is uh coming out on arcades in Japan. I'm sure it'll be another 7 years before we get it over here. But there you uh, go. <laughs> there you go. But uh we did get uh maxi boost, which we if you if you trail back to when we were playing Extreme Versus on the PlayStation 3 and then got uh Extreme Versus full boost, we're sitting here hoping that we we're going to get maxi boost in like uh, two years minimum, right? It turns out we didn't get it for like 7. And then when we finally get it, then uh Extreme 2 has a new uh update coming out over there. So it's cool. The arcades are always going to be ahead of the um, the home version of the games, but it's nice to be able to play Maxi Boost since that game had a shit ton of suits in it. Um, but this is a great series. Uh, it is uh, apparently the most toxic gaming uh, community uh, in the arcades in Japan, back when they were arcades. <laughs> I just saw a top five and Gundam was number one in that list, so uh, that's unfortunate to hear, but... Um, I, I uh, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of uh, people playing this uh, game over in Japan and watching clips on YouTube and whatnot, and uh, it's a fantastic series to get into if you've never played the Extreme Versus series. There is a Maxi Boost on the PlayStation 4 right now. Give it a whirl, man. See if you like it. There might be even be a demo out there for it. And Ron, I did mention Breaker, uh, but yeah, Breaker Breaker is a fantastic game where you can build suits and whatnot. I mentioned it probably about ten minutes ago, but. Uh, Thank you, thank you for the question and uh, props to everybody who uh, tuned into this episode today. This just scratches the surface out of all the uh, mecha yeah, games. Yeah, exactly. I, I have a ton I have a, a big list. I know, you know I, I need know to talk about uh, half yeah. of them, so it's uh <clears throat> if anything, it's um it's something that for you to go out there and explore. And especially on the older platforms you can find a lot of great mecha games just based on animes you liked. Uh, let alone um interesting games that involve mecha like like uh, Armored Core and Frame Gride to say the least but um other than that man neil anything you wanted to add
0: nope
2: well shit (laughs) so
0: let's let's move on because we'll probably end up doing something like this uh down the road so um so thank you everybody for um participating so bro do we have any tweets that we uh need to hit up before we get out of here
2: let's take a look uh that one uh well, I, I had... Oh, no, actually, no, not really. I actually showed off some of the tweets that we had before, but not too many. Yeah. I'll, I'll refresh one more time just to be on the safe side. But, uh, I don't... Oh, hey, Dolo had this with something. Here we go. Let's What's see that? Yeah. Pulling it up as we speak.
0: Is he, is he still happy that he got his Sony PlayStation pre-order?
2: Did he really? He got one, huh? Yo, shout us to Dolo, man. He must have yeah. been up with the motherfucking son to get that shit, because it was one of the hardest things to... Either getting that or, um... Nvidia card today was damn near impossible. So yeah. I, I, if, I, if I knew anyone was gonna get a fucking PlayStation Five, it was Dollar Billance. Goddamn it! <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, he's their
0: he's their brand ambassador. I mean, this is the guy that still loves the So I mean, if Sony's listening, this you should Sony, hire this guy. Sony for he will, life, man. He, he will die for you.
2: Yeah, man. I he mean, will. He will. Uh, he 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 could be your your PR guy, man. Get him in there. Man. He
0: he, get, he will he will take a thousand vitas to the head to say it's still a great system so
2: right. <laughs> there you go he, he writes uh dollar writes shout outs to soccer awards five so long my love uh and the new soccer awards thanks to the new soccer awards uh v is now five is now a game that's worth serious money I actually own a copy of five um for the for the nintendo wii i don't know how much that's worth i think i was, <laughs> Double no, share with you me. You have uh, to pay people online. to take that. Uh, no, nah, apparently it's worth something, so who knows? Really? The Wii yeah. games aren't? I don't know how much the Wii game is worth. I think it's like around Ugh. 60 if I remember what they told me. Does anybody but, um, care
0: about the Wii anymore? I mean, dang, seriously.
2: Hey, the Wii, the Wii, you know, it was people's Netflix player for years. <laughs> 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 Yo, this thing plays Netflix? All right, man because people stopped playing Wii I, Bowling like long before that It's like yo I could rock what Netflix I think I had
0: mine for like six months and I got frustrated and I'm like I you know man so I remember waiting in the cold in the cold overnight yeah, right. getting that stupid thing yeah,
2: that's, the, that's, uh, the, that's the that's the that's the console struggle right there now you just pre-order uh, and the game is over man you don't have to fucking stand out in the, the cold anymore yeah well, well there's the no bell?
0: there's no game stops left they're all getting closed yeah man I know half true. the ones out here got closed so which I, I think but whatever.
2: Man, that was so. so long, brick and mortar, man. That's a, an age gone by. But uh, yeah, he shares uh, a. <laughs> it looks like he's going for 139 on the PlayStation 2. So there you go with that. And uh, thanks to Dalo for that. He said the new Soccer Wars is pretty good. Just remember, uh, it's part Mecca, and part uh, uh, VN. The new Soccer Wars is an action game. The old ones are SRPGs. Yeah, there's a bit more action involved in the new uh, Soccer Wars uh, that recently came out. So, you guys, check that out. It came to the States as well. So, uh, that's pretty cool, man. And, uh, Yazzie, thank you for the... Sorry, not Yazzie, but uh, Dalo, thank you for those tweets. I'm used to Yazzie dropping tweets for us. So, um, yeah. let check it out. Anything else? Out. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> Yazi hits us with... Um, so many mecha games, some of which never came out in the US, although some of which were due to licensing, like Super Robot Wars and another Century's episode series, uh, but thankfully a number of these action mecha games, uh, uh, no English is needed to play them, and then I'll read this one from Enron, and we'll wrap this up, uh, Enron says, I played this a lot in an arcade back in the day, Hyperdyne Sidearms, it had some designs from Gundam and Macross in it, oh, neat Oh, man, well, shit. I'll let that ride as we close things out. But um, um, thank you guys for the tweets and uh, for being a part of the show tonight. And also thanks to Chris for coming out and uh, giving his uh, his two cents on uh, some of the games he wanted to highlight on the on the podcast um this was episode uh one i uh, sorry one oh my god we're way out of that 225 Two, 225 where we uh explored mecha games uh we revisited a topic way back from back in the day
0: and remember we only do this once every 13 years
2: indeed so i'll uh, see you guys in another 13. Uh,
0: yeah. 2033
2: <laughs> so as for um, the websites you guys should check out on a regular basis make sure to check out mahq.net that's the mecha and anime headquarters uh, that's where um, you'll find a lot of great reviews for a mecha anime series that are uh, written by Chris and uh, many other people who have uh, written reviews up there. Plus, uh, other trivia about uh, mecha suits and whatnot, uh, details about suits from your favorite series. Uh, uh, mechatalk.net is the uh, official forums for mahq.net. And you can go there to uh, sign up and be part of the conversation. And also uh, follow us on Twitter at Gundam at MAHQ and at MAHQDOTNET as well and you can find us on facebook at m h q one in the group section but um other than that man i'll pass it back to you sir
0: all right everybody thank you for joining us and thank you for chris for uh coming out and we'll be chris will probably be joining us in the next episode and for a longer longer stint there so uh everybody thank you Uh, visit the websites visit all the social media um, stay safe and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Talk to you later.
3: Excuse me, Relena.
1: Here you go. It's an invitation to my birthday tomorrow. I, I hope you'll be able to make it to the party. <gasps> you.
2: Q is a Shinjuku Station and MAHQ.net joint.
1: Ah, the blood of my enemies is forever immortalized on my DuckTog. I can still taste their final panicked screams. My death will be ecstasy, a glorious end that will take me straight to Stovacore. I have honored my house, but will you? How many soldiers of the Klingon Empire will be proving their to do? Four. I heard four. And so begins the greatest adventure of your lives. You will all die on this quest, but will you do it with honor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Warrior, you discover a shortcut through the caves of Drachmore. Do you enter the darkness?
3: Pfft, no way! I'm not
1: trying to get cave killed. I'll stay on the path. Ah! Ambush my house, Stromach! You beg for your life like a Benach! And live out the rest of your days not as a warrior, but as a dentist! Ouch, oh, man. Brutal.